0: Hello and good evening, and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees. The Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you're having a great day wherever you are. I'm on a holiday, uh, three days, and so I'm out in the woods, and I'm talking to you, uh, recording this on my dictaphone, because I think... I'm going for a walk right now in the woods and I think it's fantastic. It's great to be out of the city. I mean, you always need a break. And here I am. It is so great to be out in the woods. Anyway, I hope you are enjoying yourself wherever you are. You're sound, you're safe, and uh, you're enjoying the day. So today we're going to do a very short episode because I'm in the woods taking a walk. And um, I'm not going to have a long episode on this. But uh, earlier in the day, I went on a platform, and I will share the link with you below, and the platform uh, was ex-Christian Samir. Now, I don't know if you've heard of ex, ex, um, ex, ex-Muslim Samir. Well, Samir uh, was an ex-Muslim. He's got a platform, a channel on YouTube, and um, and oh, his name is Siddharth, I think, and... Um, he, he has a channel on YouTube, he was a Muslim, and he then became uh, a Christian, and he left that. He realized that Christianity and Islam pretty much the same. Um, and that was, um, he started a new channel, and the channel is Ex-Christian uh, Samir, or Ex-Christian Sid, I think. I'm not sure, but I was on the platform today, and I'm going to show you the link. Uh, And and you can take a look at that, and uh, it's a great channel. It's a new channel, and basically it was there to discuss about about Christianity, okay, and what's going on in India. So I went on the channel, and I had a small talk, and I was listening to it at the same time, and on that channel, there was many Christians who came to discuss and debate, and one guy... Uh, one Christian, an in, in Indian Christian, and he was on the channel, and he was asked, well, why do you like Christianity? What is it um, you like about Christianity? So the guy says, um, I'm a very proud Indian Christian. And my dear friend um, and Samir asks, well, what makes you a proud Christian? He says, tell me anything that makes you a proud Christian. And so, effectively, uh, this gentleman, this boy, starts relating stuff from the Bible about what makes him a proud Christian. He says Christianity was, is about non-violence. In, in, you know, I'm just giving you a hint of what he says, not in so many words. But, um, and it says very clearly in the Bible, um, if someone uh, slaps you... Uh, on one cheek show them your other cheek meaning don't use violence to beget violence now my dear friend if you look at christian history if you look at christian history um christian history is all about violence okay it starts two thousand years ago and it doesn't end it has not end the war in ukraine is is violence is one christian group against another christian group but it's violence. It's complete violence. So where does this context come in? I was laughing. Anyway, um, the very fact that he bought it up and I, it brought back a lot of memories. Now, for people who don't know, I am an ex-Christian, an ex-Roman Catholic. Okay, I was brought up in a Roman Catholic household. And um, Roman Catholicism is very, very corrosive, very violent. And there's a lot of violence inside our homes. It is hardcore. It's very much like Sunni Islam. What they give you, what they feed you, what they brainwash you with, uh, you have to follow. There is no room for debate. There's no room for negotiation. There's no room for having an opinion. It's very very clear okay you cannot debate Christianity, catholicism you cannot debate the church you cannot have an opinion having an opinion in christianity is a crime okay an absolute crime and this um and so the church uh one of the main things the church will teach you they will tell your parents, "You must beat your children," is what they say, very clearly. They say, uh, they tell the parents in society, "You must beat your children. Your children must obey you, and when they when they don't obey you, um, um, you must beat them." Okay. And you must beat them till they obey you. They must be obedient to you, means they have to be your slaves. Use violence to beget violence, to get violence, okay? Uh, violence is a means to an end, and this is what the church says. So, every Christian hope, and until the child does not become a broken soul, where you can break their soul and their spirit into a million pieces pick it up and remold it into a Christian soul, They, you will have violence. So children, in order to avoid violence, they do not question, okay? They do not question. And when they don't question, they eventually become brainwashed to avoid the violence. And when they become brainwashed, the next thing they're told is that, oh, Hindus are bad, Christians, uh, Muslims are bad, Hindus are bad. Um, Hindus are horrible, Hindus are caste. Hindus are dalit Hindus have thousands of gods, millions of gods. Uh, this is what we are told day in and day out. And I've talked about this many times, and I'm going to talk about this again today. The reason why I'm talk talking to you about this is because of this one sentence, where in the Bible it says, um, if someone slaps you in one cheek, um, show them your other cheek, so this is, this is what this man, he said in the, on the platform of ex-Christian Samir. He said, this is one of the things I'm most proud of, that we have non-violence, which means that we don't in- instigate violence. And if someone beats us, um, then we have to show the other cheek. Uh, which means we don 't promote violence, Christianity does not promote violence it 's the most ignorant, most disgusting, most stupid thing you can ever ever question so every sorry there's those guys some people passing by because i 'm on the road having a walk here so anyway so the so the 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 leader of the uh, Esmir then asked the boy, he says, so some, if someone kills you, would you kill the other person? So he says, oh, well, you're changing the topic. Oh, now you're changing the words. You're putting, but what does it mean, violence? Show sure, the other cheek. Show sure, the other cheek could be anything. Could be if someone rapes you, you have to let them rape you. You should not retaliate. If someone kills you, you should not retaliate. If someone... so." It could go very far I mean this is one line that that can be interpreted in many ways it is the most ignorant most stupid and most violent most most disgusting of rhetoric or ideology and to say that I'm proud of this you're proud of this line in the Bible you should be ashamed of yourself for the simple reason is that this is the line that the priest show you when you're growing up. So they tell your parents, or they tell you, see, no violence, you you should not return. God says when someone um, slaps you on one cheek, you should show the other cheek. That means they are allowed to beat you. This is the line that the priest and the church and its missionaries and its nuns uh, use to promote violence. That means they they use violence on children to beat them, to abuse them, to hurt them, to break their spirit. And then say, see, the Bible says you must not retaliate. This is the one single sentence that gives them authority for uh, abuse, child abuse. um, Um... you know, human abuse, pedophilia, and this is why the church is sunk in pedophilia. The Roman Catholic Church and many old denominations of the church are pedophilic institutions. We all know that. Their pedophilia across the board. Uh, the Vatican is the most pedophile of pedophile institutions on the planet. And this is this one sentence that covers them up because it says, you know, well, if, you ha- if someone beats you on one cheek, slaps you on one cheek, show them the other cheek. That means you cannot retaliate. And this is the one sentence that's, that I, when I was young, I used to say, I will believe in anything, but I will not believe in this sentence. If someone beats me, I will, I will beat you 10 times back. I will slap you 10 times back. You dare not touch me. And so when my parents used to abuse abuse, use abuse to um, break us, to beat us, uh, because we went through a lot of child abuse in my home, in my childhood, um, they would say, Jesus says you must show the other cheek. This is what was told for us. And that traumatized us, that took away our childhood. That led us into 25 years, even, even more than when, when we were adults, we were abused mentally, physically, emotionally. And we were told, Jesus says, show the other cheek. You must shut up. You should not retaliate. We could say anything we want to you. We can, you have to keep quiet and you have to submit. And this, my dear friends, is violence. And that's why thousands and thousands of Christians are leaving Christianity. And because the, we are leaving Christianity, because we are questioning, because there are empty, there, there are empty uh, um, ranks in the church, in order to cover up for their narcissism, for their violence, for their abuse, The church is now saying, oh, hate speech. Oh, look, the Hindus are hate speech. Oh, look, the Hindus are abusing uh, Christians. Oh, the Hindus, the Hindus. Again, total, total fake news, lies, um, disgusting, pathetic, um, rhetoric cover up for their abuse just like they had to cover up for the pedophilia now they have to find a way to cover up for the abuse in Christian homes in India and what is the best way to do what does a a rapist how does a rapist uh, cover up for themselves their tracks by saying oh no no she was the one who has no honor she was the one who came on me so a rapist will never admit his rape they will always blame the victim they will always blame the victim. and say, no, no, my honor is great. She was the one who, the girl is the one who came and was dishonorable and came to me. I didn't do anything to the girl. So that's how a rapist always protects themselves. And the church is a rape institution. They are using abuse across the board across the board and they are protecting their abuse, their child abuse, their human abuse by blaming Hindus and by pretending themselves to be victims. The church is not a victim and their congregations, their families who are practicing Christians are not victims. They are the perpetrators of the crime. They are absolute perpetrators of the crime. They hold you in the grasp of the hands and they will use you, abuse you, mentally torment you and once they do that they will change, brainwash you and use you as the mob against Hindus to pretend that they are victims but the victimhood starts at home, the abuse starts at home and this one Sentence. sentence that says I, if someone slaps you, you must show your other cheek. Is the one that is causing the problem is the one that's camouflaging the problem is the one that's giving them the right to abuse children and there is nothing to be proud of this is the most disgusting and idiotic ignorant line ever existed it's disgusting to say that you're proud of this line is most disgusting it is the line that has covered up for 2000 years of war victor uh, war genocide abuse in our homes which leads to the abuse on our streets so they keep pointing fingers at others and pretending to be oh uh, saints but in reality they are the they are the abusers in their homes the violence in our homes continues the violence in our streets and our borders The violence starts at home. The violence does not start in the street. It's our currents that form the waves. It is not the waves that form the currents, And that is very, very important to understand, my friends. Uh, Google it and you will see. Type, the Bible says, if someone slaps you on one cheek, show them the other cheek and this is something that is very important to understand the church goes all across the place proselytizing for this and this proselytization, proselytization, is 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 done by pro- promoting uh stanzas or lines in the bible like the one i just talked about it is very important to understand this line it is very important to tell uh your people tell your families that the church is coming around talking about this line to you that this line is 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 about uh peace and not about violence in real in reality they are the ones who are the most violent of violent people they lie to you and on top of that once they are in your homes, once they are in your minds, once they occupy rent-free space in your minds, then they will come and they will bra- start brainwashing you, brainwashing you with a narrative, brainwashing you. And then, if you do not believe in them, if you do not, if you question them, if you stand, if you do not, st- uh, you know, align with them, they will come and they will use abuse. They will abuse it. The, they will use first physical, mental abuse, emotional abuse. They will insult you. They will degrade you. They will negate you. They will threaten you. They use negative reinforcement, like saying, "Oh, you're going to hell. You're never going to go anywhere in life. You're you're never going to be successful in life unless you believe in Jesus. You're never going to go anywhere in life. You're never going to do this. You're never going to do that. You're never going to do this." And they'll use negative, and so you get scared, you get scared. They put fear, they use fear. And once they use fear, then they use violence. And this is why they're always involved in violence everywhere. This is very common to Christianity, to Islam, and to Judaism. And these are three religions that you know very clearly. Everywhere you go in the world, there is violence. You will see these three groups. Three groups. This is the reason why. And that's why... Abrahamic groups are filled with bloodshed in their history. That is also why, if you look at the amount of refugees in the world, 90% of refugees in the world come and go to Abrahamic countries. That means Islamic countries, Judaic countries, Judaism is only one, and uh, Christian countries. So these three groups form their congregations from 90 percent of the refugees of this planet. Why? Because the violence starts at home. They have to break you, your spirit, with violence. They camouflage it as, oh no, an inspiration from God. God is talking about this, but they are the ones who's using the abuse behind the camouflage. You don't see it coming, and before you know it, you're involved in this mess. So when you hear this line coming out of a missionary, of someone who's trying to convert you. It says, oh look, Jesus says, um, if someone slaps you in one cheek, show you other cheek. Tell them to run for their lives because if not, you'll slap them. You, you, you'll take your hand, you'll slap them right across the board and we'll see if they really don't show that, if, if they really retaliate or they keep quiet. You tell them, you'll slap them and let's see if you keep quiet because they only talk big but they don't do anything okay but they, they 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 do not walk the talk that's why the moment you say something against they say oh hate speech but if someone's saying something to you you should not retaliate it's the same concept if someone says something you don't retaliate say something in nice should but no, they're going, oh, look, we are poor victims. The hate speech is coming from you, from the, from the Hindus. The Hindus are bad. The Hindus are bad. The Hindus are bad. The Hindus are cast. But don't retaliate. The Bible is saying don't retaliate. Why are you retaliating? You should not even speak. You should keep your mouth shut. You should not speak because that's what the Bible says. Don't speak. Don't retaliate. Show the other cheek. But they won't. It's only a narrative to con you into being their slave. And this, my dear friend, is what's called the Abrahamic colonization of your mind. So if you understand this, you will stop the Abrahamic colonization of your mind and you will be free. And that's why we're having this podcast, so that you are free, free from the Abrahamic colonization of your mind and the rent-free space they occupy. On that note, I'm going to wish you a very happy day. I hope you have a great weekend. If I don't post anything tomorrow, it's because I'm still on holiday. But if I do, we'll see you tomorrow. Take care. Have a great day. Until we meet again.